This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no ease dot com. Blueberry with no ease dot com. Remember, you drop the ease. You're listening to the Bonsai Beat, your weekly window into the world of anime, featuring all the latest news, episode reviews, and discussion. And now, broadcasting live from an abandoned love hotel, your hosts, Pat and Jellicoon. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 31 of the Bonsai Beat, a reshuffle of the deck is the name of this episode. Uh, it's for April, 20, April 20th, 2009. Yes, that level number, 420. And uh, fortunately, I can't recommend any anime that will enhance said effects of smoking said substance, but to each their own. Uh, so yes, happy 420 to everyone. Um... We got the news, we got the DVD picks, as always, yes, I'm no fun, and then I'm re-reviewing, if there's even such a thing, Shuffle, because if anyone remembers, early on, I looked at volume one of Shuffle, I believe it was episode four or five, it's been a while, it's been about a year, and um, I only watched the first DVD. And when I say I watched the first DVD, I skimmed as much through without all the panty shots because I was sitting in first class on an airplane. And, um, watching, uh, a hent- uh, not a hentai. That, that's not what Shuffle is. Um, watching a Ichi-filled, uh, show doesn't bode too well on an airplane just because people can see your screen and, uh, kind of embarrassing. But I had a chance to watch all 24 episodes. Thank you, Funimation, on their uh, Funimation uh, videos. So you can find that at www.funimation.com slash videos. Very great service. Um, one word of recommendation, though, is they could use more bandwidth. I mean, uh, we said last week that um, Funimation was hosting the Full Metal Alchemist. Well, it shows. Their buffer times suck. You literally have to start it. Um, so Shuffle was made by Katakawa. The Katakawa logo would pop up. Uh, nothing more. Um, it was... Start it? Okay, stop it, let it buffer for 10-15 minutes. And then you got a decent part of the anime. And then you hoped and prayed that the show was done enough to... Uh, be able to watch without any interruptions. Although it was better during the evening. Uh, late evening, unfortunately. One, two o'clock in the morning. Um, when I had a chance to watch. So that sometimes. Um, other than that, uh, I think it's a great service. You get some decent video. I mean, if, um, you're not objectable to watching it on your, uh, computer screen, uh, you're gonna like the video quality. In my opinion, it was decent. Uh, well, better than decent. Better than YouTube. But, um, yeah. I am also streaming live with a video this time, ooh la la, um, over Ustream. So you can check out, um, Ustream.com front slash Bonsai Beat, and I'm gonna have this episode also looping, so, yeah. Welcome to everybody who's listening for the first time, watching for the first time. Uh, this is me. Yay, me. Uh, other than that, I guess we should just hop right into the news. And the news, as always, brought to you by Anime News Network.
So, yeah. Okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. Yeah. Anime news. Yes. The thing that makes this thing worth listening to. You know, not just me and how great I am. But, uh... So, we start off with a little Dragon Ball Z news. As, uh, if you're aware, in the U.S., Dragon Ball Z finally hit the U.S. shores. Um, it was in Japan a couple weeks ago, and it was number one. Um, so, Dragon Ball Z Evolution opens at number eight, with only $4.8 million. And, um, it got kicked, it got its ass kicked. Um, Observer Report opened that weekend as well. The Hannah Montana movie opened that that weekend as well. Um, put in a little perspective. Hannah Montana, the movie, raked in $34 million. Dragon Ball Z, a lowly uh, $4.8 million. So, uh, not looking too good. Um, and that was last weekend. <coughs> Dragon Ball Z, the second weekend, which was this weekend, um, it dropped out of the top ten. It only did, uh, $1.57 million, uh, for the second week. Uh, that's fucking terrible. And any movie is never gonna get, um, anywhere. So, I have a good feeling this is gonna be a quick direct-to-DVD, uh, spiel. Because this is terrible. Dragon Ball Z obviously is terrible, and I really wonder if a lot of U.S. fans of Dragon Ball Z went and pirated it, went and watched the Japanese version, or just the horrible press that the show was getting. Did that affect the uh, overall viewing? <coughs> um, I mean, I saw commercials for it, but they looked horrible, and they really didn't say the plot, they really didn't say anything about the show. And, um, you know, when you're looking at a DVD, or looking at a movie to watch, you kind of want to know what it's about. And it's just, hey, Dragon Ball Z, oh my god, it's, it's in live action. And there's this hot chick, and some lockers fly open. Oh, and a car gets blown up. Come watch Dragon Ball Z the movie, because it's cool. Because Dragon Ball Z, it's from Japan. But no, Dragon Ball Z sucked ass. It did horrible. And, um, you'll probably find it in the DVD bargain bin next week at frickin' Best Buy. Um, I don't see this lasting much longer. Maybe it's already at the, uh, the discount movie theater. You know, get in for a buck, you get the shitty stale popcorn. Uh, so, maybe the shitty stale popcorn will make up for the crappiness of the movie. <coughs> Excuse me. Next up, we have the greatest thing an otaku would ever want. And that is an Ishu- uh, what's it called? It's Shoshani Training Exercise Anime. It's the ship April 24th. This is fucking crazy. An anime video that's all about exercising. You get to watch a 16-year-old anime chick who was once real, but in her second year of high school was transformed into an anime character, and she's going to teach you to exercise. So all for, for all those otaku that are, you know, fat, this is, this is a good way to um, get out of that rut and show everybody, look, I can fucking exercise because I have this hot anime exercise video that teaches how to do push-ups and the great thing is I thought hey this could be great um oh sorry she turned into an anime character when she was a second year middle school student oh um I thought you know this could be something worthwhile 
And then Amazon was great enough to post the back of the cover. And this is where everything just goes to hell in a handbasket. She's doing push-ups in her underwear and bra. Her underwear barely covers her ass. The sit-up she's doing is... Every angle is like a titty shot or an ass shot or something. Like... You would have thought, you know, maybe, just maybe I would have purchased this just for the fucking fact, hey, it's anime, I can exercise. But then you look at the back of the box, and it's like, hentai to a small degree. It's like the 100% pure Ichi video that has to do with exercising, and yeah. So, um, if you really care, and you really want to quote-unquote exercise anything more than your hand muscle, guys, uh... Pick up this awesome anime exercise DVD because, yes, after watching it 15 to 20 times, you will uh, want to be scored on by chicks or something. I, I don't know. Um, moving on to a little more serious, I guess. Well, serious if you work for Imagination. Um, ten former workers are suing Imagination for unpaid wages. Uh, ten employees were laid off by Imagination Entertainment in late 2008 and have filed a class action lawsuit against the company. Um, they are alleging that they were not paid up to four months worth of uh, back pay. Imagination Entertainment is the owner and operator of Imagination TV, um, also known as ATV, and it's a television network former operator of two movie theaters. And that's a great, uh, um, great industry to be in right now as well um basically uh they broke the fair labor act of 1938 and the former employees are seeking $250,000 in unpaid wages um and that figure may grow as additional plaintiffs join the suit um nearly all the plaintiffs were laid off between October and December of 2008 uh, the company shed over 75% of its workers. I really wonder how much these guys are getting paid. If there's only, like, what did I say, 10 of them? Well, I don't know. Damn. They paid a lot for four months worth of work. Jeez. Um, so, basically, uh, names them, and then two or three other, three other shareholders of the company. So, um, obviously they have a case, but um, I don't know where to go from there. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> um. So, yeah, uh, they have a good case, and we'll see what happens. Um, Imagination TV. I don't really know anyone who gets that. I know there's something called AZN TV, but I don't know if that's the same thing or uh, something different. I know it's something we get on Comcast here. Um, so moving on, I guess, I don't have much more to say. Sucks to be them. Hope they get to the fucking day in court and get some money in their pocket. I mean, uh, you, you know, you work your ass off for a company and they fuck you over that way. It's garbage. Uh, you know, you, you expect money in your pocket, expect money in your bank account, pay off those bills, pay off mortgages, whatever may come up. It's not there, you know, it uh, kind of sucks. Um, four convicted in the Pirate Bay file-sharing trial. Um... I know this isn't exactly anime-related, but I kind of feel it is because um, Pirate Bay is a huge website. Uh, they were fined $3.6 million, and they each got a... And that was total, but they each got to also spend a 
year in prison. Uh, they... Oh, um, they each have to spend a year in prison, and they are going to appeal. Uh, I honestly wonder, like, what made them guilty. Uh, we've done piracy talk before. I'm not going to get too much into it, but um, you know, a dot torrent file is not a freaking copyrighted work. It's a file directing you to. Whatever file, like the Bonsai Beat, I could make a torrent website. Um, you know, if I had enough listeners, please get more listeners. Um, you know, I could build myself a torrent and then say, okay, episode one, dot torrent. Okay, here's how you get all the files. That's all a dot torrent is, and, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting with this whole appeal and where it goes from there. I honestly think, um, it's just a spectacle. It's just a for the media to prove, oh, we're big and bad, and you know, we're gonna, you know, if you pirate, thing bad things are gonna happen, or if you run a website that offers illegal downloads, <clears throat> bad things are gonna happen, and um, this could just be one of those, I guess. Um, so we'll see what happens. This indicates that online plans for Honey and Clover and Nana. So last week I mentioned that Viz is letting Funimation show Nana and Honey and Clover and a couple other shows on the Funimation network. Well, now they're talking about bringing it online. Um, on each website, they offer uh, download, purchase, and, and a streaming version. So a lot of people are speculating that Funimation or um, yeah, Viz is going to be offering the uh, shows for stream over their website, which will be cool because I actually want to watch Honey Clover. Um, so yeah, that'd be great. Crunchyroll ads called Gias Lelouch of the Rebellion. Uh, if you haven't got enough of Lelouch uh, from Adult Swim and Cartoon Network, uh, they've streamed it on there for ages. You can now stroll over to Crunchyroll and get your fix. Um, it's going to be subtitled and in English dubbed uh, episodes. All 25 are going to be viewable. And it's free, so you don't have to pay anything. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's been on Adult Swim. I believe it still replays. But uh, if you want to check out some more Lelouch, there you go. Okay, catch my breath here. <laughs> um, that was all the news. There really wasn't too much in the way of news uh, this week. Um, not a lot going on. Um, just no announcements, no really nothing really to speak of. Uh, hopefully things start picking up again, but, uh, you know, week-to-week -week spiel. Um, so, we can move on to the DVD picks. Uh... So let's go ahead and do that. If I can click the right button. And turn that down a little bit. It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Okay. Well, for any new listeners, the way the DVD picks, uh, I look over what's being released here this week. Um, or, you know, uh, whatnot. 
and choose a DVD that I would want to purchase right now. Um, just kind of something kind of fun. Uh, would love to hear your choices. Um, you can always comment at www.bonsaibeat.com. Always a good uh, place to start talking with me, and uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. So this week, not too much calling out. Only three or four shows, and um, <clears throat> I would have to say the Air box set is coming out here tomorrow, uh, April 21st, and it's a um, great show, uh, very depressing, and uh, it's highly regarded as a great, great show from Keoani. Uh, to go along with uh, Canon. Um, those two uh, shows almost go hand in hand. So, uh, you know, now it's your chance to pick up um, Air for relatively cheap. And, uh, yeah, there you go. That is my pick for the week. Not much. Uh, I watched show. I thought it was alright. Uh, a little too depressing for my uh, taste. I mean, I enjoy anime to watch it. I don't want to get depressed and be all sad because I watch it. Um, but to each their own. So, move on to the shuffle review. Um, like I said in the beginning, the original review was kind of, eh, kind of iffy. So, um, <clears throat> I rewatched the entire episode. It's 24, uh, rewatched the entire show. It's 24 episodes. It's was brought to you by Funimation in America. Um, basically, it's your multiple girls like multiple guy. Or let me say that again: multiple girls like this one guy who <clears throat> is clueless and just doesn't get it. But hey, he does everything he can to make sure that all his friends are happy, and he, you know, just an amazing quote unquote guy. So. Basically, it revolves around this guy named, um, Reen Sh- Sh- um, um, Sachimi. Reen Sh- Sachimi. God, say that three times fast. Uh, he's 17, and he's in his third year of high school. So the show revolves around Reen Sachimi, and he lives with this girl named, um, Kaide. Kaide is the same age, um, basically when they were both younger, um, Reen's parents and Kaide's mother were killed in an auto accident. Oh, God, that's just so typical. Um, so now he lives with her. Well, of course, he got the dad who's never fucking seen. He's too busy across the, across the pond doing business. So he's gone at three to four, five, six, nine months out of the year. So they have to fend for themselves. How? I don't know. They just do. They don't have jobs. But they can eat well and whatever. So... Um, Kaide is this really cute redhead. She basically does everything for him. She cooks for him, she cleans for him, and she says, you know, re- cooking and cleaning for him is just what she loves to do. Um, she just likes being the quote, un- you know, the quote unquote happy person who cleans. I, I don't know. The typical Japanese wife. I don't know. So, um, they're sitting in class and they're talking about the new transfer students coming. Well, you've got a couple friends going to hang around with Reen and uh, Kaide. <clears throat> um, you've got Asa Shigure. She's a uh, senior in high school. She's in the fourth year. And she's uh, got green hair. She's uh, very affectionate, very physical towards Reen. And always gives him crap. And always uh, 
just hasses him and teases him sexually and uh, physically. Um, then you've also got um, another friend who the name escapes me and it's really not that important. Um, he's more or less just a side character. He's always there. He's the guy, the friend of um, Reen's that always talks smack, you know, always, oh, I love women, I love girls, I love boobs, I love everything. Um, he's there and uses the comic relief, really. And that's really about it. He doesn't really add much to the show, uh, at all. Uh, he's there just for comedic effect. So, the new transfer student turns out to be two students. Um, and one's from the demon realm, one from the god realm. Well, Ten years prior to all this crap happening, uh, the gateway opened, and this gateway just, everyone doesn't seem to give a fuck that, hey, there's demons with elf ears and gods with longer pointy ears, or excuse me, the other way around. Demons have the really long ears, and the gods have the kind of shorter pointy ears, but no one really seems to care, you know. It happened, and, uh, they're here. So, Fathers of these two girls come walking in to say, Look, where the hell is Reen Tsuchimi? Where is he? And they say, Okay, you're going to marry one of my daughters, uh, either the god of, uh, either you're going to be a god of the demon world or you're going to marry the, and be a god of the god world. You know, so you're going to be king of either world. And he has to choose. And both fathers are very comical and just do crazy, wild things, and it's pretty fun to watch them. Um, they don't seem to really care about their daughter's happiness, not per se, but, um, like the king of the demons, or excuse me, the king of the god, he'll constantly remark, make remarks about, her name is Sia, and he'll talk about her boobs, or like how good she looks, or how great she is, and Sia has a temper. Sia will get angry and throw a chair at him, and, uh, she gets really upset that he says all this crazy stuff and embarrasses her all the time. And then you've got Narine. She is the daughter of the king of the demons. And she's more quiet, soft-spoken. Um, but she's very violent and uh, very angry. Or can be very angry. So, Reen gets kind of put in this position of, Okay, who do I choose? Well, early on in the show, you get a lot of them bonding, them getting to know each other. A lot of happy-go-lucky episodes. They go to the, the obligatory, let's go to the beach, and everyone wears a swimsuit. And all that good jazz. And there's panty shots galore, and yes, there's even some nudity. But very on in the show, you kind of get a gist for each girl. And basically what it comes down to, Rini has to pick one of five girls. He has to choose either uh, um, Kaide, Asha... Or not Asha, it's like Asa, um, uh, Narine, or, um, Sia. And then finally, there's a lolly girl put in there named Primula. And, for whatever reason, she got added into the show. Um, she came from the demon world one day, and Reen found her at an arcade. And she knew who Narine was, and so he thought, oh, I'll just bring her back and whatever. Well, she wants to stay, so she gets added to the list, and somehow she gets added to the quote-unquote cast of girls that want his affection. Yeah. 
So, each episode devotes a little bit of time to each girl. Um, you get to know them, and you kind of get to connect with them. And then you get to about the middle of the episode, or the middle of the show, and just, the show takes a more serious plot twist for about four or five episodes. They stop with the comical ness um, of the show, and they get to a more serious tone. Um, it's a plot twist with uh, Primula, and basically what starts happening then is, after that kind of goes away, I don't want to spoil it, but after that goes away, each uh, girl, you find out about their backstory. You find out about them. Um, you find out that each girl has some kind of backstory. Um, like, Narine has a, uh, kind of like an alter ego, <clears throat> kind of. Um, Sia has a, um, sister inside her that they combine powers or some BS in the womb. It's really retarded. Um, Primula, there's a big shocker with her. I'm not going to bother saying it because it's a big spoiler. And then Asa's just a really good friend. And Kaide and Reen have a very long backstory. And with Kaide uh, and Reen, basically, like I said, Kaide's mother was killed. Well, when Reen was younger, he confessed to Kaide that it was his fault that they died. Because he was bored. And for the longest time, Kaide hated Reen. Even to the point where he, she took a retractor knife and tried stabbing him. And finally just dropped it on him and cut his eye really bad. Um, and it was crazy. So what it turns out to be is like every girl has their pros and cons. Um, even Asa, who... I just said, it's a long-time friend, but there's something back there, too. Um, so, I kind of see it like the show tries to be too many things. At first, it tries to be a comedy with a bunch of EG thrown in. I mean, they have obligatory, obligatory uh, panty shots for really no good reason. I mean, hell, there's even one kid who goes around pulling up skirts to show panties. It's retarded. But then you get to this plot, a point in the show where the plot gets all serious. You get to know about each girl. Something big happens. But then it goes back to being lighthearted. It wasn't a bad show, but it wasn't a great show either. It was fun to watch. Um, but other than that, like even at the end of the show, it was like, okay. Um, you know, he picks who he wants to be with. And, like, the very last episode, after everything kind of calm, um, kind of, kind of gets together and just kinda, all the pieces are wrapped up together. The final episode, it goes back to all the girls dying for his affection. And the thing that gets commonly said, well, I better not say it because it kind of gives away the show. So, like, even at the end of the show, all five girls are like, oh, I still care for you, Irene. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do that to make you happy and make you change your mind, even though you've made up your mind and who you want to be with and this and that. And the thing is, like, the original point of the story 
kind of gets left behind. Um, I'll say it now. Well, god damn it, again, it's one of those things, I don't want to spoil the story too much. But, like, the whole point of the story of, you think it becomes a demon god, or a god god. Uh, you know, the king of the demons, king of the gods. In the end, it doesn't freaking matter. Like, the plot, the whole point of the beginning of the story is really neglected and really just overshadowed by the time you get to the end of the show. And that was my biggest problem. You had these five girls vying for this one guy's attention, and he's fucking clueless. And he's just one of those people who always just seems to do the greatest thing for all his friends. Everything always good happens to him. But he's got this really shitty backstory and a really shitty childhood. Uh, like I said the first time around, this story is fucking predictable. Um, not in, like, the final parts of it, not in some of it, but the plot uses are just there. You got multiple girls vying for this one guy. Oh, but the guy has to choose, and how does he choose, and this and that. And it's... So it uses a plot device, and in the end, like I said, it doesn't freaking matter. And that was the biggest pain in the ass. Um... And the show just kind of says, Oh, we wrapped up all the air, we wrapped up all the loose ends, everything's hunky-dory. Now the show's over. They lived happily ever after. Although there was a Shuffle Memories, which was a... Not necessarily a sequel, but a... Um... A retelling of the story, but I guess the final show has all new... Um... All new... Uh, material. But, there again, I don't know what to really make of that. And I guess you could make a Shuffle 2. Like, I would love to see a Shuffle 2, I guess, because the ending uh, is is alright. I mean, who he chooses for a girl, um, it's surprising. Um, like I said, you can connect with each character pretty well. But, Reen has a hard time taking a stand on things. And he just kind of goes, lucky low. Well, you know, here and there, hey, I'm happy, everything's great, kind of stance. And, um, so, you kind of never know what's going on in his head. And, um, that shuffle. Um, if I had to rate it out of five, I'd give it a three. It's not great, it's not bad, um, but you have to give it time. Once you get past the first, eh, seven or eight episodes, you start to really get into the meat and potatoes of the show. You start to get into the seriousness of the show. You get to meet each girl. You get to learn their backstory. Um, and all that stuff. Uh, the first eight episodes or so are just gags or comedy ichis. With a little bit of, you know, harem thrown in. Um, not until the 8th episode does it really get good. So, that's Shuffle for you. And, um, I think that's it for this episode. Um, like I said, you can check us out at, uh, Um, also, give me feedback on Twitter. Uh, it's twitter.com slash jellicoon, J-E-L-L-O-K-U-N. Um, also have email address, show at bonsaibeat.com, or jellicoon at bonsaibeat.com. 
Either way, if you email either of those, I will get them. Um, also, Right Stuff is having a really good sale right now. Unfortunately, this doesn't really apply for it, but if you click on the shows and manga we reviewed tab on the website, uh, scroll down, and you will see a banner ad that will save you 10% on every order. And give me, or give us a little, uh, give me a little bit of money in return for paying for hosting costs and junk like that. Um, buying equipment, buying DVDs, whatever else. Um, but it gives you a chance to save, uh, 10% on your order, and, uh, it's a good, good thing. So, um, yeah, this is really about it. Uh, like I said, a couple past shows, I am looking for a co-host to join me. Um, things have seemed to go good um, here and there. Like, I've met a couple people who've been interested, but it all kind of just falls apart, so I really don't know what's going on. Um, but I'm, you know, definitely looking for someone to join me. Um, it brings a lot more uh, entertainment and fun to the episodes. Um, so if you're interested, just feel free to shoot me an email or... Um, Leave a comment on bonsaibeat.com. So until next time, until next week, this is Jellicoon saying sayonara. <laughs>